Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today... She's one of the stars and creators of the fantastic web series, My Super Overactive Imagination, which you can see anytime on YouTube. By the time you listen to this, she will have already killed it at the next Unpopular Opinion Live show. You'll be sad to know you missed it. Ladies and gentlemen, Kat Reinhardt. Also joining me, this is his third time on the show and we're always happy to have him around which is way more than I can say for the people at Last Comic Standing who sent this motherfucker home before he even had a chance to say his name. That's their loss, though. He's a funny man. Check out his new album, Hot Dog, and in stores right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Waite. It's going to be a great show. We are right with the Last Comic Standing crack in the intro there i mean i was on it i I know it was i was exaggerated i was on the top 100 jokes twice they had two of them one was number 90 and uh 68 so nice those were numbers you know (laughs) what was joke 69 yeah it wasn't me so i didn't pay attention (laughs) (laughs) that's understandable what was that experience like last comic standing it was a good time you know yeah and I mean, I think being on that uh, the top hundred jokes that felt uh, validating more so than yeah than actually well because also I got through. paid again because they you know oh yeah and that's always nice you know what I mean that's even better Cat Reinhardt it's your first time I'm, here thank you yeah I'm excited to be here how you doing I'm just I'm living the dream feeling good got some coffee going nice Monday did you say we're not supposed to say it's Monday? Why, why would we not be able to say it's Monday? Because this comes out this tomorrow. Why? Well, I, I don't think people be- believe we record this. People on, don't think this is on live. The fly. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you right hear now. this, we reconvene. We're live in your car right now. <laughs> Do a new version. We are in your trunk. There's traffic on the tin. <laughs> so like, the podcast is coming from your attic. <laughs> What a great movie that was. That was yeah. So yeah, it's your first time here. Maria Shahada is your other half of your yes. web series. Maria Shahada is my missus. Do you live together? We do. We live together now. Nice. I met her the day before I started shooting the first 10 episodes. I, a friend of mine suggested I cast her in it, and we clicked, and then the first 10 she liked, so then she we started working on them together after that, and we moved in together, and we've been besties ever since. Lady bros. Yeah. Lady bros. Yeah, it's really nice. fun. That's fun. She's doing the uh, podcast next week. Oh yeah, she she said twice when I left that she needed to figure out when she was doing it. And I was like, don't be jealous. Oh, throw shade in my direction. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm kidding. And what is she? Uh, we already talked about it. She's doing it next week. Okay, I'm yeah. glad she's so attentive <laughs> to detail. She's, she's very concerned. Already forgotten. <sighs> Hit it, Brett. You know the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. 
because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about the important work I've been doing since last week. That's why this segment is called This Week in Me. <laughs> oh. Does anyone need to do any crunches, pull-ups, uh, wall punches, anything before I have Brett fade this out? I mean, you only asked me one question. I don't know. And then it's back to you already. Oh, this is the Dave Waite show. <laughs> I just right? Thought, right? Yeah, you were like, hey, you got kicked off last comic standing, you big loser. And then that was your the, string cheese. Yeah. And then you threw it to Kat. It's a podcast only been on for a minute. And then you were like, uh, it's back to me. Yeah. Dude, come on. <laughs> this is your third time here. You haven't. I always forget about this segment because I, I spaced out. That's how it always flows. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell us about yourself, Adam. All right, I'm, I'm not going to tell you shit about me. We're just going. I'm talking about the column that. Oh, I'm the thing you week. write for the website. For the website. For the, the internet. Yeah, ah. what I do for money. Why? How I pay my the crackles. Bills. Nope, that's a different thing. Oh, jeez. Nope, not crackles. Should I leave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a dinger. That's that's a buzzer. Yeah, that's a buzzer. All right. Close enough. I really, I really, uh, I just showboat this whole thing. Anyways. Yeah, it's yeah, a good time. I'm very impressed with how quickly he got that ding going. Uh, he, he knew you were going to... Brett is the mayor of Podcast City, and as such, he's always prepared for calamity. Like when he needs to buzz someone for saying something. Hit it. <laughs> See? We have two. And we might have to come up with a third once we read comments. We'll get to that, though. Okay. I'm very oh. impressed. All right. Sorry. Carry on. You were, you were saying... Are you sure? Yeah, I'm No. Ready. Go ahead. <laughs> It's fine. No, I, want know, I want to know what's happening with, with Adam. Well, Parker. I'm writing a column this week about jobs everyone thinks they can do, but I don't want to talk about that because that's boring. Oh, man, I, I'd love to talk about do you, that. What job do you think everyone can do? I think a lot of dudes, Yeah. when they watch football, they're like, I could be a field goal kicker. Oh, I thought you were going to say referee because that's on my list. No, oh. nobody wants to be a referee. Yeah. Everybody but, thinks they can be a referee, yeah, but nobody wants to, but... People, what they see a guy kicking a field goal, like ah, I could do that. That's what they always say. Yeah, but those guys are fucking real athletes and shit. Yeah, no one could be a field goal kicker except guys, fucking field goal kickers. Yeah, there's 32 guys that are doing it in the NFL. That's not something you're just born out of the womb. Those guys, you know, it's a tough gig. I kicked two field goals for high, in the high school. I read it in your bio. You won a championship, <laughs> didn't you? I won a game Woo! for a team that went two and eight. We were not good, Uncle Rico. <laughs> but you, it was a moment. You are the uncle. There was a blaze. Uncle Rico of this podcast. Oh uh, man, I thought cheerleaders. I thought I was going to get laid by cheerleaders. It didn't happen. Not, not as a kicker. Maybe not. Maybe someone a cheerleader is listening. I mean, I could probably have sex with a girl that cheerleaded in high school. <laughs> Now, now, you know, either now. either currently cheerleading in high school. No, well, well current, you're a no. comic. You, <laughs> I, I know would, you. I would like, you know, like, you probably, probably have a way with words. Yeah, I'm such a wordsmith <laughs> <laughs> that just talk talk the the pom poms right off. <laughs> oh, this is horrifying. Who's <laughs> what? This is uh, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is life. This is how it happens. But jobs you could do. Gotcha. Yeah, well, you mentioned football. I have NFL referee on there because I could. I f- what do you think else is on? I that feel list? like I could do that, but I know I can't. I'm not in shape. I thought they just kind of stood out there and zoned it. Each kind of scan the whole field. Nah, they take up particular positions. It's all very intense, but whatever. What's the job? I think anybody can be the head of the company. 
CEO, the boss. Yeah, I think the higher up you get, the 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 less you need to know. Like the dude in the back, like washing dishes, it's a really hard job. They don't, they know what's going on on the ground floor. Once you once you're at the top, you just you show up, and other people are like, "Here's what's happening," and you sign some shit, and then you walk away. Yeah, close that factory, open that. Yeah. Yeah. Back in points. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I'm sure there's people here at Demand Media who work from like 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. No, not me. (laughs) Not me. I come in and someone's like, oh, God, it's Monday. I'm like, is it? I don't know. (laughs) Every day is Monday or Friday for me. And then they're equally pleasant. You're a pleasant fellow. God damn right I am, motherfucker. (laughs) All right. So speaking of work, we're going to talk about our worst work stories ever. Did you know that, Dave? Wait. Yeah, I read the email. Did you? Good. I tried to do it without a separate attachment this time to encourage people to ask. I mean, you would really be if you just put the thing right in the subject line. (laughs) Yeah. Just put it right there. The uh, whole paragraph. Yeah, yeah, you kind of, you'd be like, bad job. Somebody, I got it. (laughs) I I figured it out. I'll wig it. (laughs) All right. Cool. So then, Kat Reinhardt, you go first. Damn it. All right. Okay. When I first moved to New York City, I lived there for about eight years. I got a job waiting tables at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Do you guys know what the Brooklyn Academy of Music is? Bam. 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 I think it's the oldest. I can imagine what it is. It's the oldest theater in New York City, I believe, that they were like redoing their restaurant concept. And so they had like high-end dining that was just open right before their very fancy shows. And so they trained us, they got a cool chef, they rearranged the tables. This big, open, beautiful room with a ton of tables, and they had opening night, and there was, like, press there, and the, all the big bosses and everyone, and they were all coming mm-hmm. for um, a ballet. And the ballet is right there. So, like, right. you come, you eat there, and then you just walk right in. So everyone came at once, and we just weren't ready. The kitchen crashed and, like, no one's food came out. A couple people got their food, and it was sort of crazy. And then the bell started ringing for the show. The show's about to start, and they would, like, ring the first bell. And then people started, like, standing up and looking around and, like, yelling. Right. Where's my food? And people were... At a ballet? Yeah. Well, the ballet is right next door. Right. So this is the restaurant right outside the ballet. Oh, okay. So they came to eat, to dine. So the ballet's starting. They still haven't got their food. Right, right. Well, they do, like, three... They did, like, the first warning bell. And, of course, everyone that works there is panicking. And everyone Mm -hmm. that had come, they got their nice, expensive ballet tickets. And they've come to have, like... This lovely meal at the Brooklyn Academy Music right beforehand. And, uh, you know, we took everyone's orders and tried to handle it, but then the food just kind of didn't really come out. And then uh-huh. every once in a while, I think I had probably six tables and maybe like half of them got their food. One was like some big deal. So they were like, make sure you don't like don't mess this up. And they were on their coffee. But finally, by like the third bell, we had sort of started hiding in the corner. So people were yelling every time we showed up and we didn't know uh-huh. where the food was. By the third bell, everyone in the restaurant just all stood up and just walked out on their checks. <laughs> and just walked into the ballet. So it was like the entire room just left. Like they made a collective decision to dine yeah, and dash. No one, That's amazing. Literally no one in the room paid their check. Most of them didn't need to because their food hadn't come. But it was like, if you wait tables work in the food and beverage industry, that's your biggest nightmare or something like that. And it was on such a grand scale because it was the entire right. restaurant and afterward, the manager, like, set us all down and was like, all right, like, what, what do you think went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what can we do better? It's like, maybe maybe feed them next Get time. Them, give them their food Get when they order. Food. So what happened yeah. to the food? Did I, somebody take it? I don't know. They yeah, just, what the, was the holdup? The kitchen just couldn't handle the orders. They just weren't prepared. It was our first night. We just weren't. They didn't understand how, like, 
I don't know. They just couldn't. I didn't go back. The What's the? He just left. You were like, Goodbye, I was like, bye. And they were like, we'll see, we'll see you tomorrow night. No, you won't. Dealing with this again. Everyone like people got were mad and they're dressed up for the ballet. Yeah, rich people can't handle. Yeah, uh, can things you, not going they, their way. Too. Right, yeah. and they're they're going yeah. into the ballet hungry. So like, I don't know how much ballet oh. tickets are, but oh, so yeah. they're they're pissed. They're yelling at us. They're wanting their. Oh. And now they're gonna have to sit through a shitty ballet. They're starved. Right. Hungry. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they gotta be hungry. Maybe Sober, hungry. Yeah. No, no, what it feels vanity. like when they walk past the homeless person and not help them. <laughs> right, in their yeah. ballet. But in was, their ballet slippers. It's just it's like the a, ballet. A is that the yelling Is that the fastest you've ever quit a job? You said you quit that night. I did, well, I got fired. Um, I got <laughs> I got I got hired to work at the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company, of course, in Times Square. Right, I'm a classy bitch, and <laughs> they, I worked around the corner from there. Really? Yeah. Where'd That's you work, Brett? Rainforest. <laughs> I, ran, I worked at the Rainforest. I was a gorilla. I was a gorilla. No, I worked at a theater around the corner on 43rd Street. That's awesome. I never went there. <laughs> um, they fired me. She at thinks work. you're lying. <laughs> they uh, they did, they fired me at orientation. Why? Because you did. Had you never seen the Forrest Gump movie? <laughs> I questioned their concepts. It was orientation, and we get there, and they're like, "Who's excited to work at the Bubblegum Shrimp Company?" And everyone was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "We have a special birthday song. Who's Uh-oh. excited about this special birthday song?" And you were not. I played along, and then yeah. and then there were people behind that were watching us, and I know that. And so when we all got up to leave to go get our shoes for cruise, these two women <laughs> pulled me. They flagged me. They pulled me. They're like, "Hey, come here." And they like sat me down and they're like, what do you think of the Bubblegum Shrimp Company? I know the answer. I was like, oh, it's a really exciting concept. It was right before Christmas. So, like I really needed the money. Right. Otherwise, I was so embarrassed I even had to work there. But I was like, yeah, this is, I'm just so excited. I can't wait to like quiz my tables about Forrest Gump trivia. That was something they wanted you to do. Gross. Right. And they were, and I was I'll like, I'll get 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, buddy. yeah. <laughs> can't wait to meet Tom Hanks. I'm sure he comes in all the time. Of course. But they were like, yeah, well, we just think that, you know, you're kind of what you're looking for and what we're looking for isn't the same. <laughs> so, uh, and I realized, I'm like, oh my God, I'm being fired. It never happened to me before. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go, but we'll still pay you for. For this so they sent me the, the one hour i was like it was two hours tight and they i got a check for 14 dollars. i did on a w2 for that <laughs> f- isn't it crazy that that's somebody's fucking job right there's like people spying on you to see your pep level or whatever yeah, they were watching from behind and they i was the, there was like a hundred people there and i was the only one that they pulled aside <laughs> and how did that how does that person go home and explain like <laughs> what do you what do, do you for a living I'm a terrible person. Yeah. That's what that person... I mean, not that... Whatever brought them to that, you always have a choice in life. You cannot do that. <laughs> right. It was just so bizarre. You know? I, I was like, had the hardest time telling people that's where I was working. I mean, like, I had pe- to be like, oh, actually, I'm not even... I can't. They fired me. <laughs> like, I can't work Like, people that wait like tables there, they're yeah. just fucking... It's just another restaurant to wait tables for the right. most of them, you know? Right. So, they're all actors and whatever. Yeah, the, but, uh, but like the manager, uh, yeah. the people that actually... That drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, 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 yeah. jeez. The quickest... We, we played Simon Says. Sorry, go on. Gross. Yeah, for prizes, for keychains at the orientation. Oh, fuck sorry, that shit. Sorry. Yeah, on. I would have quit right then and there. <laughs> ah, man. The quickest I ever quit a job, it was kind of the same thing. I desperately needed a second job. And I had worked at Burger King as a youth... And I was like in my mid 20s, so I thought, I'm gonna get this part time job just like in the back at Burger King. I won't be out front, it'll be fine. They hire me, I show up, and they hand me my uniform, and it's the filthiest. It looked like someone spilled a gallon of jizz on the front 
both parts, pants and shirt. And they're like, we don't have anything clean, but this has been washed. It just has stains on it. Go change and then come back up front. I went in the bathroom. I dropped that fucking uniform in a bathroom stall, and I got the fuck out of there. Um, I quit jobs. Like You have to. When I went, like... I, Take a stand. Like, temp services. I remember one time they, they sent me a thing. I get it. it was going to be, like, data entry stuff, and I got into the place, and there's no windows in there, which is always like, this is fucked. Then they show me all these stacks of papers, and I would had to enter it, and then they're like, they show me my cubicle, and the guy had a... a a boom box <laughs> on his desk. <laughs> I know the kids. I don't know if they know that. Yeah, it's yeah. a radio. <laughs> the guy had a radio on his desk, playing it out loud. <laughs> it was just like this weird, dingy uh, office place, and that's where I was going to have to. Sit. And he was like listening to like Rush Limbaugh or something. <laughs> and then, and then they put the big stacks, and then, the, and I was like, I'm going to have to sit next to this fucking guy. And then fucking. So I just I did that thing. I was like, "Where's the bathroom?" And then, <laughs> and then it left. And then I remember, like, a, like an hour later, this lady from Talent Tree <laughs> called me up, and she goes, "Did you leave?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't want to work there." <laughs> and she goes, "We'll never call us again." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> don't think I will. What's your worst work story? Yeah, was that your worst work story? Do you have? I worked uh, like a half a shift in a meat factory. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty terrible. Let's hear about it. Full on, like the Boondock Saints. With the- uh, it was like uh, brats and hot dogs. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you do there? It was like a time where I was trying to find jobs and stuff like that. Uh, right. I was signing up with a bunch of temp services, and I guess I signed up one that was like a, a day laborer one. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> right. Not one. Not an office worker one. Not an office worker one. I didn't know. And uh, this is, should have been the tip-off. They call me at 1030 at night. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we need somebody at Bluegrass Meats for the uh, third shift. <laughs> And I was like, oh, all right, and uh, I'll go out there. And I, I got out there, and I had to put on, like, a white lab coat <laughs> and a helmet. That's when I should have just left then. But yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm a man. I can do this. Right. And then I had to go in there, and they paired me up with some fucking real gruff dude, just super <laughs> gruff, real gruff. Been working there a long time. Now he's getting paired up with some clown off the street. <laughs> Doesn't want to be there. And I and I had to push like they were all like brats hanging off uh, these metal things, and you had to push them into like a steamer room or whatever. And, but that room was all real slick, and I didn't have the right shoes on, so it was almost <laughs> falling over. And then you're just around all this meat, ah. And the guy was a real dick. And then I think every other thing he said was going to kill me. I was like, I think that thing's going to kill me. <laughs> And I think I was there maybe three hours, and then I uh, I was like, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and then I just got my car and left. You quit that way, too. I never even, got, I never even tried to get paid. How do, you, how do you get paid for, like, hey, I only wanted to do three hours? <laughs> yeah. and then, but I remember my grandma's dog was staying with us that week. <laughs> I was living with my parents at the time. So I came yeah. home, and my grandma's dog went fucking bananas because <laughs> I smelled like a giant hot dog, you know? Right. It was just like, because <laughs> I was, I was a fucking hot dog. Nice. I worked a week as a door girl at the at the Larry Flint Hustler Club. Yeah, you did. <laughs> because I really needed a job, and I feel like that's like the female equivalent. Because I would come home smelling like, you know, and my dog would freak out. 
You would smell like tanning. <laughs> well, like strippers, they have that weird smell. Like they, yeah. they like smell like tanning oil. Yeah, yeah they got to keep glistening. Yeah, and we have to. Order. So what do you do? You you would you would just say. I, just, oh, it was so bad. I was about to move to LA and, and I was working in a restaurant that out of uh, overnight clothes and I needed a job for two weeks and I was like, ugh. And there was an ad on Craigslist and it was like $20 an hour and you just sit up front and just check people and you $20 and they go into, the, you weren't even in the room with the strippers. Wow. That's how I told myself it was okay that I was working. <laughs> I, had a, I had a really nice long conversation in my head with myself about working there. Um, but yeah, there was like an, another girl that worked there too and she'd been there for years and she trained me and she's like you just sit here and you take $20 and you stamp people's hands and if they want beaver bucks <laughs> you take them into another room and I'll give them beaver bucks big corporate accounts will um so I'd be like give me like however much in beaver bucks and I'll run your car and give you cash beaver bucks yeah, it's gonna be but yeah, but like the, the strippers would come up front and order food from us. They would be like, "Oh, here's twenty dollars," and they would tip us a dollar, and then we'd have to order their food. And one would always order like chicken wings before her shifts. I'm like, "How are you on stage getting naked and then going in these back rooms?" And they had sex with these guys, by the way. That's one of my first questions. <laughs> one of my first questions because there's different levels. I'm sure you guys have been. How to many clubs. beaver bucks is sex? <laughs> oh God, I wish I could remember. I think it was like three thousand. <laughs> um, it was a lot. Is the Larry Flint hustler? Oh God, can I get in trouble for saying this? It was so long ago. No, I think Larry Flint's hustler. How, is, how much was a dollar to a beaver buck? Was it equivalent? No, I mean, there was, I think a, a beaver buck was like maybe 20. I mean, they didn't, they didn't deal in small. This was like high, this is like Larry Flint oh. Club, like off the West Side Highway like in New York City. I didn't, it was. Sounds classy. They were getting a lot of money. Like I wasn't, but. Right, um, sure. So there was the main room where mm-hmm. the strippers strip in front of the main people. Yeah. There's like booths that are like a little more money. And then there's these other rooms that are in the back and it's like the private room. And I think a private room per girl was like maybe 500 or 1,000 for like every 30 minutes or something and, and it would go up from there. But it was thousands of dollars and they would have these door guys and like one guy would fly in from like another country just to work there for the weekend. The door guys were like, I guess the pimps and they would make like yeah. thousands of dollars. But so the girl who's training me like t- t- tell me what beaver bucks was and she like walks me back just to see those rooms and she's like you'll uh-huh. never deal with that just ignore it. but like here they are the girls go in there and it's it's a private dance and you know half hour or an hour and it goes up from there and um if anyone ever asks just like send them to these guys you don't even talk to the people who ask right and i looked at her and i said do you think the strippers have sex with the guys <laughs> and she looked <laughs> and? at me <laughs> and i and then i the look on her face i was like oh i just asked like the dumbest <laughs> but i was like so naive because I, I really didn't think that that was a thing i'm like oh my god this is right i was like oh this is what's happening and i just the whole thing was so creepy that i i think i told her i like think like a couple days later i was driving there because i had my car there because i was about to move to la and i was like i got in a wreck i'm not coming back and she was so nice and she was like oh we'll miss you so much the girls they want to know that you're okay they were like so friendly it was, it was <laughs> <a> strange <laughs> i like how you after like living in new york city for eight years you still had like that sweet Charm about it. Yeah, it didn't. It, yeah, it didn't destroy. Mugged. I got yeah. mugged. I had my face bashed in the concrete. I've been through everything. Really? Yeah, my one of my roommates got like attacked by her cab driver. I lived in Bed Stuy. I oh. went through it. And then Jesus. The last... And then you get to a strip club and you're like, do they have sex here? Yeah, I was like, did the girls have sex with the guys for money? I'm like, that's a, that happens here. And she was, just oh my like, god, in New York? I had no idea. I really didn't think they did. I, I was like, that's against the law. I'm like, do they know that that's illegal? I didn't. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. <laughs> I still don't really understand how they get away with it, but whatever. They probably won't now. <laughs> we probably just fucked it up. You're welcome, welcome to <laughs> Larry Flint's hustler. Unpopular opinions. Sorry, Larry Flint. 
Don't put me okay, in a can wheelchair. We call it, can we call it something else? Call Larry it. Flint's unpopular opinion probably after this. <laughs> he'll probably own it. Oh. Brett's going to have it'll, to It'll, it'll be a naked. whole new meaning of cracked. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't get it. Butt cracks. You get it? But I got it. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like the crack where your butt... No, you know, Adam's going to have to pit me out of one of those rooms for the next 20 years to pay back yeah. debt. The debt. For what? I don't know. I don't know what. Destroying their business? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Brett. Cracked will be the website that destroyed their business. Oh, wait a second. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) That fixed it all. Yeah. All that was alleged. Maybe she gave you a look like, oh, why were you asked that question? Because it's illegal. Actually, she didn't confirm it. She just no way. She just gave me so it was. It was. This is all speculative. This they didn't not... tell the girl that worked there three days that <laughs> there might be a legal operation going on here. That'd be like the cops' best drink. <laughs> hey, we'll send you in undercover. You're probably gonna be in there for months, deep cover. <laughs> yeah, we're running the hookers here. <laughs> you need some coke. What? All right, I should talk about my worst work story. I wanted this to, happened in South or North Dakota? This happened in Peoria, Illinois, where I am from. Oh, Peoria. Well, you yeah. t- Deep South sto- Dakota. That was the end of the yeah, story. Way South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Peoria is the worst. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. That's why I haven't been back there in like 20 years. I was working at a Hardee's, which is... Stop bragging. Yeah, exactly. If you're not familiar, it's... Uh, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. of oh, the Midwest. I, I don't think Carl is a popular enough name in the Midwest to carry a franchise, so they call it Hardee's there. And I was working at a Hardee's overnight, and I was just about to get off my shift. And they asked this kid who was working overnights with me, who was also about to get off, to clean the bathrooms. He went and did that. That's great. He comes out with his fucking bucket of cleaning supplies, his nasty shit and piss rag. And as he's walking, the manager stops him in front of the shake machine and goes, fill this, and then you can go home for the day. So the guy is, of course, excited. What I would have preferred at that point was for him to go somewhere and, like, tidy up his hands a bit. But no, he just ripped the gloves off that he was cleaning the bathroom with, dropped his fucking cleaning supplies there, and goes to get the chocolate to put in the shake machine. He comes back pulls out this container that the chocolate goes in. It's like a big Tupperware container. There's like a plastic lid. It's all plastic, and there's a hole cut in the top. The bag of chocolate's like 30 pounds, super fucking unwieldy. He goes to pour this chocolate in, and a bunch of it gets on the top lid. And instead of, like, grabbing paper towels or something, he grabbed the rag he'd been cleaning the bathroom with and used that to just, like, scrape the excess chocolate into... The shake machine, which is horrifying, but someone saw him do it and stopped him. And he was reprimanded for it in the form of watching a video. He had to watch a food safety video. Meanwhile, they didn't do shit about that shake machine. They just left it fucking running all goddamn day. So if you were at Hardy's that day and you drank a chocolate shake, it probably had fucking E. coli in it. That was my worst work story. Way to bum everybody out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> What's your like? Happy lunch, everyone. <laughs> yeah, nice nice effects. Yeah, we go all out. Do you ever get shakes at fast food restaurants? No, of course not. Do you even eat at fast food restaurants? Yeah, sometimes. I've worked at all of them. Sometimes? Yeah. This has become the McRib podcast over the last... Yeah, we're going to talk about that in the comments. <laughs> Too much, I'm sure we will. Yeah. 
Yeah, I still eat at fast food restaurants all the time. You? you? Just, yeah. I figured you were going to say no because you're, you're all anti-tea. You're hard to pin down, man. You meditate, but you won't drink tea. Oh, tea. What kind of contradiction is that? You're anti-tea? Are you anti-coffee? No, I love coffee. I just don't want, you know, like, I don't want to drink like a le- It tastes like I'm drinking leaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I are, am, you know. I, 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 I guess I are. <laughs> I just, it's like, it's like I'm drinking some sort of green funk water. <laughs> I worked in the food and beverage industry for so long that people who ordered tea, I've just always hated, what kind of hot tea do you have? What <laughs> herbal teas do you have? Ugh. I don't know. We got a bag of fucking grass back there. We're going to put it in this bag. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, whose work story? I said we were going to have prizes, and I lied. I didn't bring any. I can find something in my We're just going to go back in there and steal all these goodies. <laughs> go yeah. more string cheese. This is just going to be solely for bragging rights. Whose work story horrified you the most, Brent? It's completely yours. Yours is absolutely horrifying in all ways. Okay. You even told it like a scary story with a flashlight under your... Can we put some music behind me and post to make it seem even scarier? Sure. Just like... That specifically. I don't know if I'm going to do that. (laughs) It's possible. He's just going to shove this right on the internet after we're done. (laughs) That's how you get it up there on the the internet, right? You just shove it up there. Shove you it. shove it in there. It's, yeah, it's like a Play-Doh machine. You're just like, yeah! <laughs> you, put, you put a music file, you just shove it in, and then it comes out. It's like a wood podcast, chipper. It's like a little star, like a little spaghetti. It's a Play-Doh machine. Yeah. I'll stop talking. <laughs> That's fine. So you think I had the best story? Yeah. That's amazing. Guys, yours, had, yours had poop in it. No. Yeah. The best story was the stripper story because there were so many interesting topics to go into. Yeah, uh, the stripper story was good. Like whether or not there might have been an illegal <laughs> thing going on, but we can't confirm that and we're not going to talk about Was there about a that. rub and tug? Gonna, we're not gonna, <laughs> I sympathize with the Forrest Gump one too. That was similar to something I had in New York. Forrest so Gump. the meat story is good because there was danger. Yeah, man, I was going to die. Everyone gets a gold medal, but Aww. the poop story wins. The poop story wins? The poop, the poop shake. Man, one time I had a job Thank where you. they tried to teach me how to drive a forklift. I was working in a warehouse, and they're like, you got to... It was like a warehouse that was like four or five stories tall, and they had like all these racks where you would put pallets on. Right. There were the big reams of paper. These huge, probably weighed a ton, right? Right, right. The forklift goes up like three stories, gets the ream of paper and then you got to turn it real slow lower it yeah and they're like now if the ream comes loose you're supposed to stay in the forklift because of the roll cage because if you jump out and the ream bounces off top then the ream can fucking kill you yes because you're jumping out right when i was like I failed the test on purpose because I was like, I don't want to fucking die <laughs> driving a forklift. I'm going to fucking freak out. Yeah. <laughs> there was all sorts of ways the forklift can kill you. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you like, where's the bathroom? And you never came back? <laughs> no, no, I didn't quit that job. I just was like. Just drove the forklift away? <laughs> this is when I worked at Fidelity and they had a warehouse. What? Well, Fidelity prints all their own. Oh, yeah, They yeah, print yeah. all their stuff in-house. So I was just trying to weasel my way back into the office. <laughs> I started at, like at, on the phones, and then I got laid off, and then they brought me back in the warehouse. I was really trying to <laughs> William Morris at, at Fidelity. I was trying to really <laughs> come up from the mail. And I actually did, I did work in the mailroom at Fidelity Investments. <laughs> Nothing more disheartening than open, because they had a machine that would open up all the mail. It just cuts the mail real quick, and then you yeah. pull out checks. 
And there's nothing more disheartening than seeing like a peanuts check with like Snoopy on there. <laughs> and it's for a fucking million dollars. <laughs> and you're making like nine bucks. And you're like, oh man, I'm <laughs> fucked. That would be disheartening. I feel like if you get in a forklift and don't immediately say, you know, I think I can figure this out. I don't think you're qualified to drive a forklift. With the forklift, I think you should just—it should just be something you feel like you could look at it for a few minutes and go, "I got this." And the forklifts they had there—they were hand operated. Yeah, I want nothing to do with that. You know, it wasn't like gas pedals and the fucking wheel, steering wheel. It was like your right hand did this, and your left hand moved it up and down, right. and like it was like fucking. Yeah, that's for those sling then, blade motherfuckers who and know how. And then I came home, work. I remember I, I told my dad, I was like, oh, man, they're trying to make me learn how to do drive a forklift. And he goes, yeah, I know how to drive a forklift. And, <laughs> and that's when at 24, I learned that my dad knew how to drive a forklift. He <laughs> never mentioned it before at that point. Drove your mom to the hospital when she was in labor with you in a forklift. <laughs> that would have been cool. Should we do comments, Brett? Let's get mix it up with these internet clowns. Yeah. It's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's not true. That's why we call this segment, Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few episodes and respond to them personally. Fade it out, Brett. Oh, always such a tender moment. We're going to read comments from the past few episodes, and by that, I mean the last episode, which was all about movie remakes everybody's wrong about. Samoan Bob at 4135 of that episode says, I don't want to be mean, but some of this was just painful. 50s movies were basically just filmed plays. Ever seen Night of the Hunter? Touch of Evil? Rafifi? Wages of Fear, practically any film noir. Black and white films were actually more stylized and experimental than anything coming out today, especially silent films. Okay, shut the fuck up. Nobody's watching goddamn black and white movies right now. They're too long. There's no fucking action. I don't care if they're stylized. So was motherfucking Spirit, the follow-up to Frank Miller's Sin City, and that was a huge piece of shit. Now, this guy's clearly a white fella, right? Samoan Bob? Samoan Bob. You wouldn't be like a white guy going, Chinese Steve! <laughs> <laughs> His picture is a what scan is of a driver's license, and he looks like a white supremacist. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But Samoan's like a race of people, right? <laughs> yeah. You're not like... If I came and was like, hey, I'm Mexican Dave, and you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> that dude does not look like someone... Who I'd like ask about old movies? Yeah, what did you think about All About Eve? Like, Samoan Bob is not going to. Well, he just, Betty I, I bet he has like one of those old projectors in this. All the all, everything's blacked out, and there's just the projector, like, <laughs> like in the scary movie. Is that what your house is like, I like, I like Bob? I like provoking internet weirdos. That's a good move. <laughs> Has- it's a good move to get your head cut off. Yeah. He definitely doesn't live anywhere in the L.A. Well, area. live shows, Dave? <laughs> in Samoa. <laughs> the American Samoan Islands. Conveniently enough. Has anyone seen any of these movies he's talking about? Night of the Hunter, Touch of Evil? I'm assuming that's all like 
1950s black and white bullshit that Tons was... Tons of Evil's a, a movie, a popular movie. I've heard of it. Is it scary? I don't know nothing I about bet it. it's not. I went to film school and I can confirm that none of these movies were mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you, Samoan Bob. Let's see your s- film school degree. Right on. Let's move on. Peter Quint... At 40 seconds of the last episode, that seems unlikely. I feel like he just placed this comment somewhere that it shouldn't have been. Anyway, he says, okay, that was actually quite good. I've never listened before, but now I'm getting into the work of Adam Todd Brown. It's a new low point in my life. Hey, fuck you too, pal. (laughs) I didn't even spell your name right. Yeah, you didn't spell my name right. So you're not getting into my work enough. But he started out like, hey, this is quite good. Yeah, someone tweeted at me the other day, too, and said, Adam Todd Brown, I thought your stand-up would be shit. So I Googled it, and it's actually fantastic. Thanks. Thank you for the compliment. People love backhanded compliments. That was very nice. Either own it or fucking don't, you know, whatever that sentence meant. (laughs) <laughs> do you have a guy who comments his trolls every week? And you're like, oh, there he is again. Well, no, not so much trolls, but we because we do this, I think, we get mm-hmm. a lot of people who comment regularly. We read a comment from a guy named Microshock.com Podcasts, and as you can see, he commented 58 times this week. <laughs> it's good for engagement, reading people's bullshit Why don't you air. think you have more women commenters? Where's the women? Why don't I have more women commenters? How do you know Microshock.com isn't a woman? I could just tell. I don't know, man. Because uh, women just don't fucking... They're this not, podcast does not pass they're the Bechdel test. They're not as uh, obnoxious. It I assume women just listen and appreciate... Women only heckle... The humor and the comedy. comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're also not in front of a crowd full of drunk women. Otherwise, comments, so many more. Good point, Cat Reinhardt. Hold on. For what? Cancer Awareness Month, we should do something in October. Like if the NFL players wear pink shoes, we should do something. To, to what should age. we do? Turn the I internet don't know. pink. I'm a woman, how should I know? When is Breast Cancer Awareness Month? October. October. You should know. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get a mammogram once. That was the worst. I, I can come in and tell my mammograms. The nurse told me I had small boobs. Aww. What a bitch. <laughs> I had a marijuana doctor tell me I needed to lose weight once. <laughs> Why are you prescribing me marijuana, sir? Seems counterproductive. Also, you look like Danny Trejo. I don't think you're a real doctor. All right, so we should read the next comment. So can I go back and look at the episodes that I was on and then see if people wrote (laughs) stuff about me? Not right now, but at Uh, some point. I know what I'm going to do later. (laughs) At some point, that's a thing you can do. Oh, man. I wonder what people will be like, this guy's a real hilarious dude. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's usually what it boils down to. That's what people like get on the internet. They're like, this guy's so hilarious, I'm going to write that on the internet. (laughs) I'm not going to comment on his sexual orientation. (laughs) All right, the last comment. This is from J.T. Ford at 3912 of the last episode. He says, I think this is the fourth or fifth episode in a row Adam has managed to mention the McRib. New sounder? All right. What's a new sounder? To explain, whenever someone says the word cunt, we have a dinger that goes off. Because for a long time, people would come on the show and they would cuss and cuss and cuss and cuss. And then someone would say cunt and they'd automatically stop and go oh my god can we cuss here it's like you've been cussing you just said cunt like it's not that big of a deal but since everyone makes it such a big deal whenever someone says cunt we have a cunt dinger you don't look 
duly impressed Kat Reinhardt. <laughs> We're trying to appeal to women here. <laughs> Come on. I was just thinking about all my We own did cunt this for dingers. you. <laughs> <laughs> I love a cunt dinger. It's great. Okay, good. So do we need something for the McRib? What would it be? I don't sound know. Of a, the sound of someone meat being processed. The sound of someone being completely satisfied. Just a good I'm loving it. <laughs> maybe maybe JT Ford has an idea. Maybe a Homer Simpson give, sort of noise. Send your suggestions to unpopular opinion yeah. at twitter.com. Yeah, do that. Let me ask you this. We need a new sound effect for every time we talk about the McRib audience. <laughs> Tweet them to me. Leave them in the comments. Go ahead, Dave. Wait. Now you're like a you're an attractive lady, right? Thank you. Oh, you're talking to Cat. Never mind. <laughs> how long when you post something on the internet before like how many comments before somebody says something pervy? I, I don't I don't look at the comments. You don't. It's probably mm-hmm. smart. Like no. on your YouTube. Um, I can answer that for her. It's probably like three. Three and then two or three and in. then some guys like more feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. People are so mean, and I get sad or confused or like you know. So I don't. I try not to not to look. Yeah, it's for the best. I'll get but tricked honestly, into responding. More feet. <laughs> Dave wants to know at what point he should leave his comment. <laughs> right, right. When I get some views on some feet videos, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I need more subscribers on my YouTube channel. Give me suggestions. Maybe it's something to consider. Feet, the web series. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm like 5'8", though. My feet, I have a, my, oh, man. my shoe size is a 10. I oh, I think that's a big in the foot world. Is, is it? Do they want big oh, feet? I think, they, a, I think they like the big that feet. Is that a selling point? Either they like tiny little Asian feet or they right. like big. I thought that big, if, you, if you like feet, you want little feet. I think they like. I'm the, sure there's all kinds. What do you think? You've been fucking around getting waitress think? jobs and shit. You could just be doing that online. Put that just, thing away. I, I don't need selling my feet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a gross person. <laughs> yeah, not here. Jesus Christ. Put your shoes my, back on. <laughs> I saw some of my pedicure left. So. <laughs> I'll get a new one for my feet videos, though. Don't, don't worry, guys. Well, that might be a thing, too. Maybe some dudes like, yeah, like a really unkempt <laughs> pedicure. <laughs> There's no way that somebody won't write in that comment. Like, thing. They'll be how- like, I was eating my McRib, and then you started talking about feet. <laughs> I Googled Cat Reinhardt's feet. Definitely more feet for videos. a picture, like, oh. Yeah. I just love, like, if you type any c- celebrity lady's name in. Yeah. And you type the word F, it's just feet. <laughs> it's just feet fills it in. Really? Yeah. You Over- probably don't even have to type the F. Over fuck? It was feet? Here. Let's try it. Try it. Who do you want? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's better. Uh, it didn't work. It's not doing anything. All right, let's, let's try Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I spelled her name wrong. That's why. Oh, you motherfucker. We got a bunch of pictures of her feet. <laughs> Alright, let's do Jennifer. Do Jennifer Lawrence. So he didn't even- <laughs> oh, he didn't even have to type the F. <laughs> she does have nice feet, you guys. Great feet. She's America's sweetheart. Jennifer Lawrence drives oh. me nuts. Wikifeet.com. Yeah. Collaborative celebrity feet website. Oh Celebrity Feet that deserve it. Is that Alyssa Milano? Huge cracked fan. Is she? Yeah. She retweets our shit all the time. You getting her on the podcast? That's a good question. I should see if I can get Alyssa Milano on the podcast. Yeah, it would be better than us clowns. <laughs> You're goddamn right. So much better. You could finally get to the bottom of who was actually the boss. <laughs> Angela, definitely. She could have told a wacky Tony Danza oh, work story. Tony Danza story. Something shitty about working with Rose McGowan, maybe. Oh, we were oh. looking at pornography at work. Oh, man. 
Yeah. I really dropped the ball on this podcast. <laughs> Should have been the Alyssa Milano show. Interested in podiatry. Is feet safe for work? Like, if you Google, like, feet. Is it? Is it I like how you said that. Feet. feet. Is, is, it, is it pornography? Like, if you got caught looking at feet at your computer at work. I was just looking at feet. feet. I would hope you'd get in trouble, but you probably wouldn't. If your penis is out, it is. Yeah, if you're jerking off. What's the big deal? I like feet. (laughs) One of my roommates when I lived in Brooklyn almost went to um, a foot fetish party because she ended up getting freaked out and not going, but they were going to pay her like $400 just walk around with sandals on. I would do that. At a party. And I think guys just touch your feet. Like that's it. Yeah, I'd still be in. I'll take it. I wish she had done it. It would have been a great story. I should have done that. Could have been my worst work story ever. Or your best. Oh, yeah. You would have been like, these chumps just gave me $400. (laughs) All right. We should start wrapping it up. Dave, wait. What's happening, bro? Do you have anything to plug? I know you do. I got uh, my record comes out August 12th, but you can pre-order it now. It's called Hot Doggin'. Uh, it's got a beautiful cover. The album artwork is great. It's on the Amazon. On the the Amazon. It's on the Amazon. It's on the iTunes. I, I hope you buy it. It's you know, it's a uh, knock your socks off. I keep it real loose on there. Showboat it. <laughs> I think I say I want to get my dick wet in the first twenty seconds. Is that funny? <laughs> you usually say that within the first twenty seconds when you're on stage. <laughs> so, if so, that's the type of that's how a, I would exp- irreverent humor that you like. <laughs> the kind i like cat reinhardt yo what do you got going on um let's see my web series yeah. comes back august 13th my super overactive imagination mm-hmm. video every week with the lovely comedian maria shahata maria shahata maria shahata she'll be here next week she'll be here next week and um i have feet and i'm in la so find me you're Visit gonna start doing cat reinhardt's feet dead cam <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. My super overactive toes. I wonder if anybody owns feet.biz. <laughs> feet.gov. I will be at David Huntsberger's show on Sunday. Uh, August somebody's just sitting on it. Tenth, I think. Huntsberger Junk, it's called. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. The Copper Still. That's, that's a, good. a good show. I think that's about it. Hey, download this episode, even if you don't need to. Just like download it to your computer what do you mean people are just streaming it and then, and then they're not downloading and then and you that know, throws off the aggregate just like delete it later if you don't need it help a dude out but they're not gonna... no there's no no reason i just want people <laughs> is there a totally reason? helps it does there's a virus in the file <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna sneak in your house your feet pictures <laughs> your feet pictures the way it works is every transaction there's micro sense to get rounded off and dropped in there's got to be feet book, the right? Plot. That's a thing. The plot from Office Space. Type that in there real quick. See if there's feet book. <laughs> I love how. Yeah. Feet book. Right. We're going to have <laughs> lots of pictures of Cat Reinhardt's feet. Feetbook.org. Uh, in the comment section. I hope I don't get fired. Uh, Brett <laughs> is going to get fired for pulling up the uh, porn oh, yep, side of yep. feet. It is a most certainly a pornogra- pornography site. Wow. <laughs> God, there's just so Feetbook.org. much. Feetbook.org. That I don't know. I know you just some country Not bumpkin anymore. from Georgia. <laughs> I, just, I just feel so naive. <laughs> it says it's a fetish and BDSM site. That's what this show's for. <laughs> well, fetish and BDSM is being recorded, so I can now have proof that yo Adam Todd Brown made me do it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm taking him with me. Yeah. Do you have true. someone who's who comes and looks at your? History? I have no idea. Oh, the history on this thing? Mm-hmm. No. 
It's very. This ain't even connected to the internet. <laughs> it's completely lawless around. Yeah, these are all like local files Brett had on his computer already. He just Perfect. happened to have. I'm writing fan fiction about you dot dressing com. up like a baby and stepping on cakes. Me? There's everyone. <laughs> what about the hashtag feet book on Instagram? All right. What about it? That's a good question. Mm, loading, loading, jackpot. Is this how I can get more Instagram followers? I, hashtag feetbook? I think it or is. Or if you just hashtag feet, I'm sure. Every- I'm going to start tweeting all my, all my <laughs> tweets. Hashtag feet. All right, you do that, and then when you come back, we're going to find out. How many followers I gained? How many followers you gained by posting pictures <laughs> of or, your... Oh, no, I'm not going to do any... It's or like, stalkers. <laughs> You're just yeah. like, I really want to up my stalker or, game. Or we'll, we'll mourn you sadly when you're murdered by some lunatic who loves feet. All they found were feet. <laughs> Which is ironic. Very ironic. Surprise. I thought we would find everything else. Yeah. But feet. I thought she'd maybe survive. They'd just take the feet. Nope. Totally opposite. All right. That'll be a great episode. The one about Cat Reinhardt getting killed by a serial foot lover. <laughs> Does he love cereal and feet? <laughs> Yeah. Would I make the news? I just want to make the news. Yeah, you're white. Of course you'd make the news. But I'm I'm a little older, so, you know. No, you're white I'm and blonde. You'll be fine. I'll make the news. Okay, cool. Yeah, you'll be fine. Make sure you got a good headshot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, you'll have headshots that they can distribute to the media. It'll be great. Put my reel up. Okay. <laughs> if you find her and you're interested in hiring her. <laughs> All right. We should go. Jennifer Lawrence would pay in the movie. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Say goodbye, Cat Reinhardt. Bye. Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Say goodbye, Dave. Wait. Hey, man. It was a pleasure to be here, and I uh, appreciate it every time. That was way too much. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>